Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And uh, today on the show, we're doing something a little different than we normally do. Uh, This is kind of a special episode that we've been planning for a few months. We were supposed to do it uh, back in, I believe it was July when we first planned on doing this. But uh, hey, things get in the way and we just couldn't make it happen until now. But here we are. We're doing it. We are going to be talking about two movies that came out this year and how they were inspired by another movie. We're talking about Booksmart, Good Boys, and the classic Superbad. Uh, With me today is Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. You've heard him here on the show before, and uh, he is a comedian and a good choice to have to talk about uh, these three movies since these are big major comedy releases. Um, we had a lot of fun talking about these movies and like I said, it's a little different. We're going to get into some puzzle pieces. We're going to get into inspirations and all the thing that the show is about, but it's not going to be your usual kind of format. We're going to be kind of jumping around in the conversation. It's a lot to talk about, but, uh, Strap in and let's have some fun talking about these comedies. Before we get into it, I want to remind you all to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can uh, follow us on social media at PiecingPod. And of course, join Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, our Facebook group, where we talk about all these movies and lots, lots more. So with that said, let's get into this conversation about Booksmart, Good Boys, and super bad. All right, back with us again. We've got Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. How's it going? Man? Whoa, I must not have a life. I'm here a lot. You are here a lot. Actually, uh, are you here a lot? Not really. Not really. It's like your fourth time on the show, I think. Yeah. It would, Fifth time? It's almost like we recorded these two back to back. That didn't happen. Okay, no. kind of did. I'm glad you're here, though. Me too. We've been talking about this episode for a long time. Yes, we were supposed to do this a long time ago. Um, neither of these movies are super fresh for either of us, I don't think. But, I mean, they have been, especially I'd say book smart, but they've been pretty big movies like in the conversation all year long. I think Good Boys was a bigger movie in the conversation because of how much money it made. It made a lot more money. Yeah. 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 Well... People were not happy about that fact. Um, I, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit as we get into this, but Booksmart uh, was a movie people wanted to be like a little movie that could kind of thing, it being an independent release, first time female filmmaker, all that kind of stuff, and it just didn't connect. It didn't do that well. 
Yeah, and as someone who was really looking forward to the movie, I was bummed out as far as what you're talking about. I didn't think it connected and I didn't think it was that good. So it was disappointing to me. Yeah. Um, It it lacked what uh, made super bad so good. Yeah. And so that is what we're going to be doing today. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode. We'll still talk some puzzle pieces and stuff, but uh, we're going to talk about all three of these movies. We're going to talk about book smart from Olivia Wilde, uh, and we're going to talk about Good Boys, which was, uh, was that Evan Goldberg? God, I should do No, they research. produced it. The they two produced of them, it. I think it, it, you can look up the guy's name. Yeah. So. Let me, let me but Goldberg up. and Rogan produced it. It was written uh, by a different pair and directed by him. Don't worry, I'll vamp while you do this, Dave. <laughs> Maybe prep next time. I Jesus. Can, I can edit all this. You better not. This is staying in this dead air segment. This is you ever this have is a happening. dream about an ex girlfriend from like a decade ago, and then be like, "Oh, I should catch up with that person," mm, or a not, friend in general. Not really. I don't think about people yeah. in that way. I, just, I feel like your fiance is your first real girlfriend. Anyway, in, in a lot of ways, yeah. We were just talking about that the other day. Like, she asked me, "What did she?" She said, "Were you a good boyfriend?" And I was like, no, I was a terrible boyfriend to like my exes. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, me and my friends were too busy going out and doing the polar bear MCs thing and drinking and like, you know, you can't do that and be a good boyfriend. Do you guys have a list? Like, because you've been together for so long. Like, oh yeah, like a freebie list. Like, if she ever met like Zach Morris, <laughs> could she sleep with him and that would be okay? Uh. I don't think it would be Zach Myers for her, but <laughs> it'd be Bernie Sanders. <laughs> it'd probably be Bernie Sanders, which I'm not that far off. So <laughs> you're getting there. You're getting there. Well, uh, back on track here. The director of Good Boys was uh, Gene Stupnitsky. Gene Stupnitsky. What else has he done? He didn't. Just some episodes of The Office. It looks like. Well, there you go. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, we're going to be talking about Booksmart. We're going to be talking about Good Boys. And we're going to be talking about the movie that they are both so clearly influenced by, and that is Super Bad, of course. And uh, I think to kick this thing off, let's talk a little bit about Super Bad. So, um, you know, you guys over on Awesome Movie Year, we just recorded recently, it hasn't aired yet, but an episode on Super Bad. Yeah, we did the season two audience poll, and it was Judd Apatow comedies, either ones that he directed or produced. And, uh, Super bad one by one vote, and man, that movie is still awesome. I love that movie. I haven't seen it in so long, but I mean, I, it's just its influence is just all over the place. I mean, people love this freaking movie, and why? And I, I think the reason why is like, okay, this is like a high school movie, and it's crass, and you could say there are so many of these crass, you know, high school kids who want to get laid movie in the eighties, mm-hmm. you know. Whatever, but the reason Superbad is still so beloved is because the relationship between Michael Sarah and um and Jonah Hill as Seth and Evan, mm-hmm. who started writing it when they were teenagers, is so authentic and it's so heartfelt. It's almost like a John Hughes movie in two thousand seven, sure. other than Molly Ringwald's not in it. And but you get my point. Absolutely. And um, you know, <laughs> The, you can really get away with a lot as far as taking your comedy as far as you want it if you ground it in like uh, a relationship that's heartfelt and heart heartfelt. 
Yes, and they absolutely nail that between those two main actors. And then, of course, you know, McLovin is just such a character. And I mean, I, that's one thing I think as we're, you know, talking about these other two movies, they both have the main couple, the main, you know, best friends. And then they've got the the slightly weirder third wheel, basically. Yeah. And uh, I think it's it's a... You know, it, it's it's a great formula. It it, it allows for so much. Uh, it, it allows for a really great emotional connection at the center of just so much of that. You know, raunchy. You know, comedy. Yeah, uh, you know, as far as um, Booksmart goes, the third wheel is almost forgettable. And as far as Good Boys go, the third wheel is easily the most memorable of the three characters. Interesting, you say that because uh, now are we talking about Billy Lord? As the uh, third wheel in in uh, Booksmart, who'd she play? The 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 crazy girl. Yeah, that's who I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I thought she was one of the best parts of the movie. I mean, forgettable within the plot, certainly. Yeah. Or like you know, she doesn't show up very often. She only pops in every so often. Um, but I I loved her character actually. It's one but, of my favorite parts. But. You could make the movie without that character. Oh, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Right, but you can't make Super Bad without McLovin, and you can't make books. I mean, uh, Good Boys without Lucas. So maybe that's part of what uh, made us both not really like Booksmart as much is that it didn't have that dynamic a hundred percent. Even though, like I said, I really like the character, it just didn't really fit in as well. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's a fair uh, assessment. You really took it to Booksmart there. Oh, I'm sorry, Booksmart. I, 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 uh, I feel bad. I felt bad going into this knowing that both of us are going to trash Booksmart. Well, we wanted a to like bit. the movie. Yeah. You know? My biggest problem with Booksmart, I'll just say it since we're going to, I just feel like it tries so hard and it, it doesn't have any of the authenticity that mm-hmm. um, Superbad has. And I think Good Boys is somewhere in the middle, right? Like sure. it's, there's definitely parts where it's trying too hard to be raunchy or just, you know, go for an easy joke. But the story of the beanbag boys and, you know, these three kids who have been best friends who are now going into middle school, like, and realizing that they're going to grow apart. I thought that was done way more effectively mm-hmm. in Good Boys than it was in Booksmart. And I thought in Superbad, it's done like on a masterful level. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think part of that also, uh, you know, part of that, and I think Olivia Wilde does a fine job, but it does feel like, a, it feels like a debut film. It feels yes. like a first time filmmaker's film. Throw everything at the wall. Yeah. We'll do like a stop motion Barbie animation sequence and then we'll, we'll do a slow motion dance number and it's like, uh, you know, less is more sometimes. Save it. Save some of those things. How about the scene, I don't know if you remember, where they're like yelling at each other then all of a sudden it's just music. You remember that? Yeah. They cut the, that, that's just like, it's like, it's just trying things, it feels like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I wanted it to be, um, and just so people know, like, this isn't a, uh, well, they were females and, you know, we're just two dudes. Yeah. Because one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years is Fort Tilden about mm. two young 20-something women who cannot get their life together yeah. and uh, spend a day trying to go to the beach. It's another one of these basically takes place in one-day movies. And it's yeah. so hilarious. And the relationship is so good between them and each of these characters 
their flaws, you're like, oh, I relate to that so much, you know? Absolutely. So. And I'll use Never Going Back, which uh, Josh Bell used Fort Tilden as a puzzle piece for. So <laughs> There you go. There you go. So. Well, um, before we talk some more about Booksmart and Good Boys, I do want a, a little bit more on Superbad. Uh, obviously, we're structuring this episode around those two being movies inspired by Superbad. What are some other movies you could think of that were inspired by Superbad? Well, hey, hey, look, let's look at it both ways. Movies that inspired Superbad and movies that were inspired by Superbad, right? The mm-hmm. last night of school, we got to have this big party. We're going to try to get laid, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you can go back to American Graffiti, mm-hmm, right? You sure. can, in a way, go to like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which wasn't the last day of school, but it was like, we have to have the best day of our life type thing. Yeah. You can go to American Pie. Project X, I think, is one of those movies, sure. uh, which probably came out after Super Super Bad, I think, right? I don't remember. I think it was maybe a year or two before. Yeah. But it was so, around that time, though. Um, So those are the ones. And then I'd say like... Um, pretty much every teen comic that's come out <laughs> since 2007 that is the has truth. been, has been this, but the best example of them all, the best one in this genre that's ever been made is uh, dazed and confused still. Nice. Yeah. I, I think that's absolutely a great one. Um, yeah, yeah, that is, that is an incredible movie, and definitely, uh, I think if we were doing this show back when Superbad came out, that would be like the piece that we'd all be wanting to talk about, you know? Yeah, we might have mentioned it on Awesome Movie Year on that episode. Oh yeah, it, maybe. I had done a whole rewatch of like um, these cool teen movies, and the ones that held up the best were definitely Ferris Bueller and dazed and confused and ferris bueller you get it because it is john hughes and it's like oh it's just so much fun and it's so right on and you know he's everything that he was doing right in the 80s is right there sure and dazed and confused you're like why is this movie so good it's just so meandering and rambling and it's like slacker to the next level (laughs) sure but damn is it awesome man it's great yeah it is freaking hey and you know one of those things about like dazed and confused is you had like all those bit characters in there right that you would uh you know well uh, they weren't bit players but you know Ben Affleck, Matthew McConaughey, Parker Posey, uh the Rubisi, Marissa Rubisi, right? Like there's a lot of them in in uh Dazed and Confused. Name a few more for me in there. I don't remember. Um who else was in that film? I have a Wiley Wiggins was probably in it. And, but anyway, but I, in Superbad you get a lot of those great cameos uh, or small parts uh, oh yeah you know emma stone that's her first movie and she's that's crazy i always forget that that was her first movie yeah that's she's wild. great in it yeah so. and then uh what's it uh joe latrulio awesome so good yeah and he uh gets into a fight with kevin corrigan who yeah. in any movie you don't want to be fighting him because he's always <laughs> going to be a nasty son of a bitch it looks like <laughs> yeah <laughs> well uh yeah I, I i absolutely um i think so, I mean, moving on a little bit to Booksmart, let's talk about a little bit more. I mean, we already trashed it a little bit, but let's talk about the influence, though. I, I do think uh, as much as it's such a difficult thing because it is super bad with women, but it's also not super bad she with hates, women. She, I know in retrospect, Olivia Wilde hated that. She hated that, that, that whole thing, and I don't blame her at all. I mean, there is a little bit of a different tone here. You know, it's a little bit more uh focused on like the emotional thing between the two of them and not so much on on the comedy i mean it's a funny movie but it's not as just balls to the wall crazy funny i mean there's a lot of very raunchy comedy in there yeah there's two friends uh one of whom is jonah hill's little sister yeah who is trying to get to a party 
and they're trying to, you know, get, uh, you know, if not get, get laid, get some action. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's very much like it. So, um, and I think, I think they are both, you know, even though I didn't love the movie, uh, as much as I wish I did, I do think the two leads are pretty great. Yeah. They're awesome. They're great. And I like that one of them, um, that there was a, um, a same sex love story where they didn't point out like, Oh, I'm a girl and I like girls. They just treated it as a love story. Right. You know, that's, that's good that that's finally a place where we're at. A love story that was censored on Delta flights. uh, That's what, that's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They didn't show those scenes, right? Yeah. That's fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously inspired by super bad, uh, back when we were originally going to do, um, an episode on book smart, uh, a few other movies I had listed as potential puzzle pieces. Uh, I had Bridesmaids on there. I had Blockers from just a few years ago. That's a great movie. Yeah, it was actually surprisingly fun. Um, and another one, though, that I specifically wanted to mention is Wet Hot American Summer, which you know how much I love Wet Hot American Summer. I felt like uh, one of the big differences between this and Superbad Superbad kind of keeps a a level of crazy and and moves forward with it. I I feel like Wet Hot American Summer, everyone is just crazier and crazier. There's just more silly, weird things happening as it continues, and I feel like this kind of has that kind of build to it. Yeah, I don't know what you know. You love Wet Hot, and I love Wet Hot too. So it's like, why does that work if nothing's grounded? I don't right. Know. Nothing's don't, grounded yeah. exactly. I don't have an answer to that, but it works. Maybe yeah. it's just that damn funny. So yeah, um, yeah. You know, we already mentioned Fort Tilden and Josh. You said said never going back. And yeah, what about some stuff like um, you know, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion? You sure. know, some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Thelma and Louise. No, maybe not. But nah. you know, the but the buddy. Uh, <laughs> But no, but I think something like Romeo and Michelle is a good uh, example Definitely. of that. And uh, the movie with Christine Applegate and Cameron Diaz, was it the sweet, the sweet, uh, I don't know. Anyway, that was one that came to mind. The Sweetest Thing, was the that The Sweetest it? Thing, that might have so, been it. There's yeah. a movie called The Sweetest Thing. Who was knows? that the movie? I yeah. don't know, but uh, <laughs> it was a very, you know, raunchy, buddy female comedy, so that was... One of the ones that I thought of, you know, that was all about their friendship and stuff like that. I like it. Well, let's move on to good boys a little bit. Um, first things first, was super bad, but with little kids, a good idea? Apparently, yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it made, made a, money. It was the sweetest thing. Yay. Um, nice. Yeah, it made a ton of money. So. Yeah. I, there, there was this whole thing, okay? Um, God, I, I feel like such like a like an incel or something right now. But I there's this thing on on like film Twitter and stuff where you had to like book smart and you had to think the idea behind Good Boys was a terrible idea. Why would you ever want to see little kids cursing? And I think every audience lost their shit at the previews for this movie. I think everybody wanted to see this movie. Dude, little kids cursing can be hilarious. Hell yeah, I can. So. And again, I mean, I don't really think this was super bad. They talk about sex a little, but they clearly don't understand it. Not sure. that uh, Seth and Evan did all that much, <laughs> right, but, yeah. but they did more than this. But, um, you know, and it, they just curse sometimes and um, and that's fine. I, don't, I didn't think it was as raunchy as everyone made it out to be. Yeah. So. 
No, absolutely. And and there again, like to go back to what all of these movies have in common is that that sweet friendship element and the the idea of learning that oh, friendship doesn't always necessarily continue after high school, which yeah. is something everybody goes through and I think that's why all three of these movies even though not everybody, you know, loves books more, not everybody loves good boys, everybody loves super bad except for me, um which I like super bad, but I mean, I just I don't know. I liked 40 year old virgin and knocked up better at that time, but you know, yeah. Way to hold something against <laughs> it. It's irrelevant. <laughs> but, uh, I think that that, that, that part of the story though, is what makes this like whole theme just so universal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that is it. I, I think about it, uh, often, you know, I, uh, in my personal life, Dave, I, uh, you know, my, I had like two best friends in high school who basically lived with me. Mm -hmm. And if I call them now, they won't call me back. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, man, what a bunch of dicks. And I thought like, wow, is there a reason that they don't call me back? Like, was I the dick, you know? And if you guys are listening, uh, write into the show and let us know. We'd <laughs> but love to hear my, this is what I was going to say. My <laughs> brother went to a wedding and one of them was there and I had, I was like, can you ask him like, what the... WTF, mm -hmm. right? And he's just like, oh yeah, I should totally call him back. I I just haven't. And it's like, and you fucking lived in my house. Stop being a piece <laughs> of crap, dude. So we were besties, my man. You oh. came to visit my grandparents with me in another state, friend, you know? So we're getting to some like real trauma. I always right bring now, it, I, I always like. bring it back to the personal, Dave. Yeah. You know? It's good. So. Absolutely good. Um, you know, I just going through this, you know, we talked about how with uh with Book Smart. You know, you get it goes into just crazier and crazier characters. You get the Billy Lord out there. You know, there, there's a lot of a lot of silly stuff happening. And this one also, you got lots of you know, lots of supporting characters that are all ridiculous. I love Will Forte as the dad. Yeah, those two great. girls were very good. The uh, yeah, older teenage girls who they were awesome. Think that the kids stole their Molly. You know, I also really loved. Uh, I'm looking it up. Isaac Wang he played Soren. That was the. Uh, it was like kind of like he. Felt like a drug dealer kid, but he wasn't. You know, eh, he didn't kid. do much for me. Oh, I thought he was really funny. None of the other kids I thought were <laughs> were anything special. I liked him. I liked him. But uh, but yeah, no. That, I th I think the main trio though is really where it comes down. Yeah, to, and though. and Lucas is hilarious. Yeah, you know he's he's um he's a towering young African American. You know, much bigger than his two friends, <laughs> and far more sensitive. And it's just it's just great to see. Uh, how he is confident in his own beliefs, even if they don't match up with his friends. That poor kid. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. What are there any other movies you can think of that specifically might have influenced this one? Yeah, Goonies. Come on, hell yeah, that's the one right there. You yeah. know, and in 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 a way, it's similar. Oh well, we're moving, so we're not going to be as close anymore so let's have one big adventure and yeah you know this is this is we're not moving but we're growing up and we're not going to be as close anymore let's have one big adventure absolutely thing, so. i also thought maybe like the sandlot or stand by me stuff like that yeah those are all good yeah. yeah um yeah that was that was the main one that came to my head yeah for sure um well yeah i mean you know i think that about does it really uh you know again I, I wish I liked Booksmart more. I'm 
not surprised how much I liked uh, Good Boys. I mean, let's be honest here, too. Uh, the whole, you know, the, a lot of the movies produced by, you know, Evan Goldberg and Seth Rogen are really funny. Even yeah. some of their lesser ones. I mean, there's there's going to be laughs to be had in these movies. And no, there's not a lot of them that I could think of that I straight up didn't like, you know? Yeah, man, they they got their formula down pat. They sure do. And, uh, and they do it better than other people. Yeah. Olivia Wilde. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to seeing what Olivia Wilde does next. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. She, I agree. she is, uh, she definitely was going for it with this movie, you know? I, I think maybe uh, a little too much. A little too it much. It just felt like yeah. trying very hard. Absolutely. But, but hey, what do we know? We're just two white guys living in 2019. That is absolutely true. Yeah, but we're Jews, so we we're are, not even really white guys. We're, we're, we're on the, on the the outside of the spectrum. Our opinion there. counts. Yes, we're back to uh, counting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, uh, I think that about does it. Um, Jason, is there another movie you saw recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Ooh, another movie that I watched recently that I would like to recommend to the listeners. Yes, Dave, I will recommend a movie to the listeners that I watched recently. Do you have one? Do you ever recommend anything to the listeners? <laughs> no, it's not my job. That's your job. Oh, it's only me? Yeah. That's what I have to do? Yeah, you're so. supposed to do it every time. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Did I mention the Day Trippers ever on this? Uh, on this? I don't think so. Day Trippers is awesome. Since we're talking about... Uh, um, Greg Matola, who directed Superbad, right? Sure. The Day Trippers is his debut film that came out in 96, 97. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a really very, very smart um, comedy about a family who thinks that um, the husband might be cheating on the wife and literally all of them bundle into a car and like try to track this dude down mm -hmm. in New York City. And it's got Stanley Tucci and uh hope davis and uh liev shriver and parker posey and then uh and mira and it's just like man hit after hit it's like i last time i watched it i had to watch scenes like twice in a row because the dialogue is so fast and awesome in it so um i would say the day trippers all right i like it have yeah. you ever seen it i have never seen the day trippers will i you should watch, watch it? it will you watch it for me you ask me, will I watch it? Yeah. Or will you watch it for me, Dave? I'll try to watch it. I mean, I'm already uh, gonna watch. What, what did I say I was gonna watch last time? I said I was gonna watch something kicking that's and on screaming. Hulu. Yeah, kicking and screaming. I already said I'm gonna watch that. So I've given you two good movies right. to watch. I'm gonna try to watch them. Absolutely. Please, Dave. You know what? While we're at it, uh, <laughs> since this is a com these are comedies we're talking about, uh, and you asked me to recommend something, we already did an episode on it, but I'm going to recommend uh, Dolomite is My Name because it is the best comedy this year. So. My name is Dolomite. No, it's Dolomite is My Name. I think it's My Name is Dolomite. I'm going to look it up right now, but you know what? I've written it both ways multiple times over. It's Dolomite is My Name. I'm pretty sure it's My Name is Dolomite. <laughs> <laughs> um, that movie's hilarious. That's very yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jason, why do you tell people where they can find you and where they can find an awesome movie here? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's Dolomite is My Name. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I'm on all the things as Jason Harris Comedy or J Harris Comedy or goforjason.com. Uh, awesome movie year and give us a listen. We're a, we're a little podcast just trying to make it in this 
world of corporate podcasts out here. You know, we're the small business of podcasts. We're the mm-hmm. we're we're not Wall Street. We're Main Street. Mm. You know, we're this we're just the blue collar podcast trying to get by. I like it. I, I like that description. That's who we are. And you can find us at awesomemovieyear.com, uh, at awesome movie year on Facebook and Instagram, and at awesome movie pod on Twitter. Beautiful. Well, hey, I'm glad we finally got to do this. We've been planning this for months, but uh now we got it. Yeah. Hey, next time we can finally get to old school. Nice. I like it. <laughs> In a world of wonder. See? That's my feet. And horror. The military advised that the flesh-eating pigeons can only be stopped by destroying the brainstem and that they do not poop. That makes no sense. Why did they do that? One podcast fights the forces of evil. The new and improved diabolical disintegrating death ray. Ah! Triumphs over adversity. Now I'm not sure how to pronounce this word. And brings hope. Live your life. Joy. And silliness. Perfectly normal. That podcast is Release the Clown. Coming to ears near your head now. Release the Clown Sketch Comedy Podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, and all reputable platforms. Oh, this is most pleasing. Yes, quite marvelous. All right, I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Booksmart, Good Boys, and of course, Superbad. Uh, They're both out on, well, when I say both, of course, I mean the new ones, Booksmart and Good Boys. They're both out on VOD now. Um, Go watch them. They're definitely worth checking out. Both very funny movies, Uh, even though we didn't like Booksmart as much as, uh, as Good Boys and as much as most people seem to like it. I think we're, we're definitely in the minority on this one, but watch them both and enjoy both of them. And there's some great laughs to be had in both movies. So, uh, I want to say real quick before we wrap this thing up that, uh, the next episode of piecing it together is going to be our hundredth episode. That is absolutely crazy. I want to thank you all who have been with us since the beginning. I want to thank everybody who's just, you know, coming into the show noon now. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We would love it if you got in touch and let us know what you're thinking of the show. You can, of course, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You could also do that over on Podchaser. That's a new uh, social media thing for podcasts. You can go over there and find us. I'm still continuing to build up the profile and add everything in there that we've ever done. But um, yeah, go review us over there. We just want to know what you're thinking of the show because as we move on to this next 100 episodes, I want to keep making the show better. So, uh, yeah, get in touch. You could always just email me or, uh, you know, tweet at us or whatever, however you want to get in touch. I'd love to hear what you're thinking of the show because we want to keep making it better. Uh, also make sure to check out awesome movie year, which I produce with Jason Harris. So, uh, lots of stuff for you guys to listen to and check out. So here's some more stuff to check out. Let's play a piece of my music as we always do at the end of an episode of piecing it together. All right. So this would be a really good one to play uh, since all three of these movies are about that 
that big party, that high school party. Um, I'm going to play for you guys a piece of music that I made for a movie uh, a few years back called Last Day of School. It's from the Mahal Brothers, the same guys who did that Bus Party to Hell movie that we covered here on the show that I also did music for. Um, and it's just like a fun, ridiculous end of school, high school party movie. And, uh, the music absolutely reflects that. And, uh, it's, it's actually a really fun track. I I'm proud of this thing. So enjoy last day of school and we'll be back with more piecing it together. Episode 100 coming up next week.